Hello. Welcome to Words of Comfort and Joy. I'm Catherine Carr, and I'm glad you've joined me today. Hopefully, I can share a little bit of something that I've learned along the way that has given me some comfort and joy in the worst times and in the good times as well. So come along and let's take a look at where we find this comfort and this joy. Some of the readings that we've had in church lately have really spoken to me as I'm listening to them. I think probably one of the most familiar parables that Jesus tells is the parable of the prodigal son. And I think many times people think about how this prodigal son story is is laid out or come to life in many people's lives. The college student goes off, maybe finishes college, maybe doesn't, maybe decides to backpack across Europe for a year or whatever other thing, maybe gets in with the wrong crowd and comes back. But the whole idea of the lost having been found is how the finder finds those lost things. The lost things really don't do any of the work. All right, so in Luke chapter 15, Jesus tells some parables. And one of them, of course, is the prodigal son, but we'll get to that one last. The first one I want to talk about is the first one in in verse 4. Jesus tells this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. So Jesus tells the story about this shepherd who actually goes out to find the one who is lost. The lost sheep doesn't really do anything except be lost. It is a shepherd who finds him, and it is the shepherd who looks until he finds him. And it is the shepherd who brings him back and to the home. And the shepherd has the party and says, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep. The sheep had nothing to do with getting found. The shepherd did the finding. The next story he tells in a parable form is the story of the woman having ten silver coins. If she loses one coin, does she not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I have lost. And just so, I tell you, there is joy before the angel of God over one sinner who repents. So, in both cases... The finder, the shepherd, or the woman, is the one who finds the lost thing. 
Now, it's important to think about this because so many times I think we want to be the one who is taking some kind of credit for anything good we do. But it is God who finds us and who accepts us and takes us as his own. Then we have that parable of the prodigal son that I had referred to earlier. There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, that younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his field to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pig ate. The pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. When he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. So he arose and he came to the father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion. And he ran and embraced him and kissed him and in a sense, he, he found the son. The son said, Father, I have sinned against you. And the father said, You are you are my son. Quickly, get a robe, put it on him, put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. Bring the fattened calf, kill it. Let's eat and celebrate, for my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. And then, of course, we have that older brother who gets so jealous. But why are we thinking about, why am I thinking about these things of the lost things that have been found? This gives me tremendous joy, knowing that I am among the found things. And the comfort that I receive, knowing that God has found me, just as he has found my loved ones, especially those who have already been taken home to him. And so these stories of God's care and love and concern for us, even though we don't always, or I should say, we never really on our own can care about finding God. It is God who finds us. And as we hear in Ephesians chapter 2, it is by grace you have been saved. Through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I receive so much comfort knowing that God cares enough about me to call me as his own, to save me, to find me in my lost condition. And it gives me such joy to know that not only am I found, but so many of my loved ones who have gone on before me. And that's the only kind of peace that I think we can have,
because there is no peace in loss. There is only peace in being found. Thanks for joining me today to talk about being lost and being found by our wonderful Lord. May this give you also some comfort and joy today. Bye-bye.